Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. My new album, White Knuckle Life, as well as my other original records are available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Also, consider helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by James Cotton. Since I left Chicago, I'm a lone wolf. I put on the record player and sit and try to play on the guitar. I've got five guitars here, and I can't play them. But I'm always whomping around. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 35, last week's gigs wrap-up. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. It was my first patio gig out there for the season, and it was a great turnout and tons of fun. Friday, I played a solo show at the Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin. Their weather wasn't cooperating very well, so I played inside, but it was a great time as always. Saturday, I played a show with Allie Gray and Brian Johnson at Petey Pappy's Poop Deck in downtown Stillwater, Minnesota. It was a super hot day, but it was a great turnout and tons of fun. Looking forward to a great summer rocking out at Petey Pappy's with those guys. Sunday, I played a solo show at the 5 O'Clock Club in Cumberland, Wisconsin, my first one of the summer and it was perfect weather and a great kickoff to the summer season upcoming shows tuesday june 14th 2016 i'll be playing a solo show at lion's tavern in stillwater minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m wednesday june 15th 2016 i'll be playing a solo show at pub 42 in new hope minnesota from 8 to 10 p.m Friday, June 17th, 2016, Mr. Brian Keith Johnson and myself will be rocking on out at Lucky's 13 in Plymouth, Minnesota from 4 to 7 p.m. Saturday, June 18th, 2016, Mr. Brian K. Johnson, Allie Gray, and myself will be jamming out at Vanelli's by the Lake in Forest Lake, Minnesota from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Guest this week is part three of three with the Grammy Award-winning harmonic extraordinaire Sugar Blue. Blue and I discuss the future of the blues, motivation, and blue jams for us live on the podcast. Enjoy the conversation. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, all right. So is that a blues harp? Do you not like those? <laughs> Yeah, I love them, sure. Oh, That's... no! <laughs> My God, man. I used I, you know, the only way I'd play a blues harp is if they don't have anything else. 
Oh no! I mean, uh, well, these are expensive. They're like fifty bucks a piece. I know, I know. It's nuts. What don't you like about them? Uh, well, the reeds are much thinner. The reeds okay. are much thinner. They, they, and they, and they were designed to make it easy to for to bend and all that kind of stuff. And so uh, I swallowed, I swallowed some reeds on a few of the using those. Oh yeah, just you know, reed just set. <laughs> and, oh my gosh! And down the back of my throat, and I'm like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Well, I've been waiting my whole... Well, anyway, so I'm going to do... Yeah, hey, man, do your thing. Here's what I do, and just hear what you think, and so you can rip on uh, when I'm trying to imitate you. So I go... I can't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, sounds nice. Nice, um, uh, you know, nice uh, vibrato. Uh, very nice vibrato. Uh, vibrato. So how about that fast stuff? You do, I, I kind of call it, and I'm talking to folks, that, that lint, lint, like a dribble. Like when you do solos, you sometimes you go that... that. I look like a dribble in a basketball, <laughs> and then you take off when you shoot. Um... <laughs> So how do you think that's coming along? Um, hey man, keep on practicing it, and and I mean, the more you work at it, the better it's going to get. Okay. That's all to it, you know. You know, I don't know, I don't know who the first guy that said practice makes perfect is, but he was right. Okay. <laughs> uh, any other critique? Oh, there's just that little lick, those little licks I was playing. Oh man, I lived, I I I, I lived critique to critics. Okay, <laughs> I'm not one. I'm a harmonica player. That's what I do. I'm, and I, I play harp. I write songs, and uh, I try my best to to sing. <laughs> okay. um, well, anyway, so that's what I've been doing. Uh, thank you for listening. I've waited for years to play a little lick for you because I'd study all your stuff. And, and um, what's that? Okay. If you got time, this is just insane. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So. What key you got? What key you got? E. Or e. A, so E. Uh, what do you got on you? Oh my god, yeah, you gotta I don't know. this. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, okay. What do you got? Oh, so. Uh, you got it. You got E. And, oh, you got A. Okay, okay, go ahead. Like, do you know the solo for uh, uh, um, Ain't Got You? I can't figure out how you do that part. When you go, or whatever, up oh, like that. Oh, well, I mean, um, well, the song, I believe it's in B. I know yeah, it's in F. The heart it's in it. F. Okay. And I'm playing in third position. Oh, you probably been trying to play second. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. No. 
<laughs> no, I'm playing in third position. I'm using an E flat harmonica. In okay. The, in the key of F. So that's how you can get that run. Um, yeah, well, uh, you know, it's hey, man. You know, I can't even play that run anymore. <laughs> do you mind playing another little lick for us? Uh, or maybe do. I should have grabbed my my guitar out of the car. Back you up on one. Thank you, thank you, Blue. That's so much fun. See, one of my favorite things, though. Ooh, what's this now? Oh, I mean, oh, well, um, you, have you ever heard uh, Another Man Been Gone, the way I recorded it? Well, not another man been gone. Well, This was like back. This was oh, this was back in 1978, and it's just me and a drummer. I have not. Oh my goodness! Is that a chromatic right there? No, this is. Um... What is that? This is a Honor Marine Band 365. It's a 14 hole. Wow. You know, and it's in the key of C, so that you can get. This is like, and these were around a long time before Honer started building um, these the these low heart, low end harmonicas. What do they call them now? I can't remember. Blues band. No, 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 no. They uh, they call them what is uh, now? Uh, well, I can't remember the I can't remember the uh, the name that they sell it under, but they but they but they're an octave lower than say like if you buy an uh, F, then you can get a double low F. And it's really way down low, you know, so they sound really great. Um, and um, they haven't built, they, did, they hadn't built harmonicas like that since they were making something called the Echo Vamper. Okay, and Sonny Boy Williamson used to play Echo Vampers on a lot of tunes that he recorded with, um, with uh, let me see, uh, what was the name of it? Uh, with, uh, with, with, well, with some English band that he was working with. Bye, bye, bird. Bye, bye, bird. 
And I heard and I heard some of these tunes, you know, and I was like, what the hell is he playing? How is he getting that low sound? And this was the only harmonica that um, could come close to, you know, all of that. You know, and getting that really low down sound, you know, I was like, wow, that's great. So I started, so I started, um, I, bu I bought a bunch of them and I started playing around with them. And uh, I heard uh, I heard a tune that, uh, that, that he had done. And then, uh, let me see... Uh, and and there was this British cat um, harmonica player, uh, pretty well known guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, and he did a version of uh, Another Man and Gone. And so I said, "Oh, that's really nice," you know. And uh, I decided that I would uh, that I'd work on the tune, and uh, I recorded it. And actually, I won a Grammy for it. You know, I won a Grammy for it back in. Uh, Back in 1985, <laughs> just me, me, harm, me, and uh, me and my harp. You know, that was really crazy because at the time uh, I had to follow Stevie Ray Vaughan. As a solo, <laughs> you know, and he, he, him, and his band Double Trouble had just finished tearing the roof off the place, you know, because he had um, two, uh, you know, he had two uh, huge, um, I don't know, I think it was Marshalls, you know, and they were they were linked in unison, and. Um, and and I mean they were they were stripping the paint. <laughs> they were stripping <laughs> the paint, man. And then uh, and then and then uh, they came over to me and said, "Well, it's time for you to go on." I said, "Like, what the hell am I supposed to do after that?" You know. <laughs> and and I guy said, "I don't know what you're gonna do, but it's time to do it." <laughs> And uh, so I went out and uh, and 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 I played as hard <laughs> and as loud as my little harmonica could go <laughs> for about I don't know for about five or six minutes. And when I got through, I got a standing ovation. I was like, "Wow, that's really cool!" <laughs> I was very happy. This was at uh, the Montreux Jazz Fest uh, back in 1985. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, you know, I was it was really something. You know, I was like, uh, um, Coco Taylor was on that show. Coco Taylor, um, uh, of course, the great BB King, uh, JB Hutto. I don't know whether you know JB Hutto, uh, slide guitar player. She's a Did I say Ricky Lee Jones? Ricky Lee was there. Um, 
Yeah, it was uh, it was a very eclectic uh, gathering of musicians, you know, and that uh, was nice. It was it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, I, and Nina Simone was on the uh, was on that set. Where I, where I got to meet Nina Simone, you know. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, a Grammy. What did that feel like winning a Grammy? Uh, well, when the Gra- <laughs> that was kind of funny. I got. Um, I was living. I was living in. Um, I was. I had moved back to the states, and I was living in um, on old on Old Orchard Street, and I got. Uh, I got. And I got this notification in the mail. And it said you have been, uh, you know, you, you know, you you've been uh, accepted, uh, and uh, there's a possibility you might win a Grammy. And I looked at it and I said, Yeah, right. Put it in the drawer and forgot about it. And uh, I don't know, uh, about a month later or so, you know, I got a phone call at about three or four o'clock in the morning, and I was like. Yeah, who the hell is this at four o'clock in the morning? And it was, um, I can't remember which one of my friends it was. He said, man, you want a Grammy? You want a Grammy? You want a Grammy? I said, yeah, right, click. <laughs> and and, and I, said, I went laid down, I went back to sleep and sort of tried to go back. Then I said, wait. I woke up and I called him back. I said, what did you say? <laughs> and, uh, and, and sure enough, uh, I had I had won a Grammy, you know. I had won a Grammy. Uh, the uh, I think the album was called uh, Blues Explosion. Yep. And um, oh, Steve. Uh, I mean, Stevie Ray was on it, and Coco Taylor was on it, and JB Hutto was on it, and 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 a bunch of other people whose names that don't come to mind right now. And um, I was like. Far out, man. It's really great. You know, I got the Grammy. And what really upset me about the whole thing was the Grammy organization called me and told me that they were going to have UPS deliver my Grammy. I'm like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? You're going to send me a Grammy? I mean... Why can't I go? Why can't I go to Hollywood like all the rest of these mother truckers? <laughs> <coughs> and uh, so they were going to they were going to do this with all of us, you know. All of the blues people were to, supposed to have their, you know, have have their uh, Grammys mailed to them, and I was incensed. So I, I I remember we were going to do a show at the uh, we we're going to do the um, uh, Chicago Blues uh, Fest uh, that year, and so I spoke to uh, I spoke to the uh, representative uh, from NARAS uh, for Chicago, and I said, "Hey man, is, as opposed to mailing them to us, how about presenting us the Grammys?" You know. In the band shell, you know, at the at the blues fest, and the guy said, "You know, that's a pretty good idea. 
<laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, and I said to myself, yeah, better idea than you guys had. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it, but they always do that to blues artists, man. Every damn year, they relegate us to, for best, lack of a better phrase, to the back of the damn bus, you know? And I don't know why, because without the blues, there wouldn't be any of this stuff, man. There wouldn't be any rock. There wouldn't be any pop. There wouldn't be any funk or fusion, you know? And that's a damn shame, but that's the way, that's the way they do, you know? Um, I mean, excuse me, where is the grand old Opry for the blues, okay? <laughs> and why not, you know? I agree. Um, what do you think, of, like, what's the future of blues? Well, I mean, the future of blues, man, Prince was a part of the future of the blues, okay? I mean, you know, t tunes like, I mean, and, and, and Michael Jackson was a part of that that was the future of the blues. Uh, I mean, tunes like, um, like 1999. Okay, it's real, it's funked up, you know, and it's electrified, but it's a blues tune. Um, uh, let me see, what was that tune by um, Michael Jackson? Uh, the Way You Make Me Feel. Okay, it's blues. Straight up, no, no doubt about it, uh, it's, a, it's a blues. Hey man, the blues will live as long as people play music, all right? I mean, Charlie Parker, uh, John Coltrane, uh, who are these guys, U2? I mean, the blues, is part of everything that you listen to in music today. The only thing is, it does not get any respect, okay? And we'll not go into why, because we all know why. <laughs> wow. Um, I agree. Um, do you know, you, you know, somebody, some, let me, let me, let me lay this one on you. Okay. Blues. Many people have asked me, what does the blues mean? I have always thought black life under extreme, under egregious suppression. B-L-U-E-S. Okay. Now, Many people think that the blues is tragic. I got news, the blues is black magic. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Um. I don't know what to say after that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, I mean, you know, if, I mean, if, you, if you think about it, the blues the blues, when, when, when African music and, and, and European music mixed on this continent, 
It turned the entire concept of what music could be, should be, and will be. You know, I mean, it gave it, it gave it, it gave an opportunity of expression and and a direction for music that did not exist before it. I mean, Duke Ellington, Louis Armstrong. I mean. Hell, man, it's all—it's all about the blues. Buddy Bolden, <laughs> you know. I mean, Robert Johnson, um, and I don't. And 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 the and the further out you go, you know, from the root. I mean, you know, reggae, rock and roll. You like bluegrass? Yeah. It wouldn't have nothing but grass if it wasn't for the blues. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the 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 music. The, it's it's it is it is the it is the melding of these two cultural influences that created an entirely new way to express oneself musically. And once we get over not understanding how beautiful it is when people come together, maybe. The music can show us a way that we can live and enjoy life together. As, as, uh, as um, you know, like ebony and ivory, <laughs> you know, together in perfect harmony. <laughs> ebony and ivory live together in It's too bad people did not understand what they were listening to. <laughs> um, thank you for sharing uh, your thoughts and, and views and all that. That's really uh, um, a really moving view on that, and, and just really appreciate you sharing that with us. Uh, what, what keeps you motivated to still fight for the blues, to still play the blues, to still write the blues, to still rehearse the blues. Um, what is it inside of you that wants you, that keeps you going? Well, you know, I had the opportunity to work with the great Willie Dixon. I mean, people like Willie were basically the fathers of the so-called British invasion. And I remember when working with Willie, Willie always told me, he said, man, I'm glad that you like all of them old blues tunes, you know, and it's like, you know, it's like the stuff that I wrote and recorded 50, 60 years ago. And the stuff that Muddy Waters did, and Sonny Boy, and Little Walter, and Big Walter, and and uh, you know, and 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 Jimmy Reed, and all of the greats. He said, he said, but we did that, and when we did that, it was new, it was cutting edge. He said, what you cats got to do now is add to the canon. 
And he said, if you do not add to the canon, the music will stultify and it will die. And he said, you must be creative and you must add something to the force that is this music. And I have been trying to do that ever since, you know. I've been trying to do that ever since, and I really thank Willie Dixon for schooling me on that, you know. Um, and Dixon, Dixon used to say, he said, man, the blues is the roots. The rest of the music are the fruits. He said, and you must tend, and you must tend the grove. Wow. Um, do you think you've succeeded moving the, the thing a little further as far as the blues goes? It's not up to me <laughs> to make that call. I just, I am trying to be a worthy partner, you know, uh, because people like B.B. King, Muddy Waters, Willie Dixon, and, uh, and so many others uh, have done so much musically for the world. I just want to be a part of that wonderful, uh, of that, of that wonderful uh, group of people. And, um, and to do the best that I can to share the love that I have for the music. Uh, and uh, we'll see, you know, what, you know, what is classic? Classic is the stuff that, that you do that people love and it lives beyond you. We'll see. <laughs> um, so a lot of people do consider you, I know I do, as the, the grand master uh, innovator Virtuoso of modern blues harmonica. On a lighter note, you also kind of look like the master of the modern blues harmonica. You always, on your shows, you have the, the cool rings, the cool baseball caps. You got a great look, the bandolero. Um, so how about, uh, for all of us blues guys that need to get baseball shot, hat shopping, what's some advice for stylistically to kind of keep up? <laughs> hey, man, the most stylish <laughs> harmonica player that I ever saw was uh, Junior Wells, okay? I mean, as, as, I, mean, I mean, this cat was sharp as a razor. And uh, me, I just wear baseball caps, <laughs> okay? <laughs> You know, I used to, I used to I used to wear a beret now and then. You know, the beret was cool. Um, hey, it ain't. I mean, it's like you know, like you know, Stevie Wonder said it best. He said, "Hey man, I can't see no costumes." <laughs> you know, it's like play the music. Let me hear what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, go to the stage dressed like a professional. You know, don't go to the stage looking like you just got out of bed. Yeah. But the most important thing that you bring to the stage is your music. Yep. You know, um, uh, costumes are superficial. I agree. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, it's like um, what matters truly is the music. It's the sound, you know. And 
and, 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 and blessings on Mr. Edison, it stays. <laughs> we keep it, you know. <laughs> you know, uh, and, uh, you know, fashion is really cool, you know. Uh, you, know um, you know, Prince was a fashion icon, you know. Uh, but after all is said and done, that's not why we love Prince. We love Prince because of the music he made. Absolutely. Um, so ball caps and bandoleros, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get your bandolero? Um, actually, um, I had a friend of mine uh, who's a leather crafter make it for me, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, I've uh, always, um, ever since I was a little boy and I saw Marlon Brando in a movie called uh, Viva Zapata. I don't want to be the conscience of the world. I don't want to be the conscience of anybody. I thought that that was so damn cool. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> so, you know, and I had, I had carried my harmonicas around in a cigar box for years. And, um, and, and then I'd have to turn around away from the audience, and go digging through my box every time I wanted to change harps. And I said, no, it's about time I stopped doing that. And, uh, and a friend of mine said, hey, man, you know, you, you know, and I was like, you know, I said, you, you ought to have some kind of belt, you know, and, you know, he had designed some one for somebody to wear around their waist, and I was like, okay, give me one across the chest. And, you know, because that way I don't have to go looking down like this, I just whip it out like so. You know, oh, that's so cool. Uh, all right, Mr. Mr. Sugar Blue, thank you so much for being on the show. I uh, really appreciate it. This is literally a dream come true, uh, sitting here talking to you uh, here. Uh, it's what a privilege. Thank you so, so much for being on this podcast. Um, I guess we'll leave it on a light note. Is there Out of all the shows you played, all the festivals you played, uh, do you just have some kind of unique or funny story you just like to end the show with? <laughs> well, let me see. I don't know. All of the gigs are funny since my baby was born, you know, because he's always on the stage with us, <laughs> you know. And, you know, and, and he's a riot, you know. It's like we're playing, you know, and the set's going, and we're doing, and we're going through the tunes and everything. And then, and, and he sits there in, 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 uh, in his stroller, and he's got his little and he's got his little ear protection on and he's got his little drumsticks and he sits there and he bangs away with the drummer and after the music ends he throws his hands up in the air and then we're walking off the stage and he goes music 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 he wants us to go back Stage, you know, it's it's never enough for him. Oh yeah. my gosh! <laughs> oh, Mr. Sugar Blue, thank you so much for being on the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. It's hey, Mark, it was thank a pleasure. You so much. Oh, thank Please you. Please go man. check out your new record, Voyage. It's on iTunes. I'm sure you can order it off your website and uh, go check out a show soon. Aren't you playing every Wednesday down at Roses down here? Uh, well, I used to be playing every Wednesday, but now I play once one Wednesday a month. You know. 
and so, you know, if you get the opportunity, you know, check, uh, check on our uh, website and uh, you'll see when we're playing there and come on down. Heck yeah. Thank you, Mr. Sugarberg. Appreciate it. My pleasure, man. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Starry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you or your business are interested in sponsoring this podcast, please contact me via email at markstarrymusic at gmail.com. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. Been long to the journey. Now, baby, don't you be late. Keep your line of burn. I'll soon be in your state one more mile.
McFarlane on the guitar, ladies and gentlemen. Damiano Della Torre on the keyboards. Ilaria Lantieri on the bass. James Knowles on the drums. Oh, thank you very much. I mean, thank you very much. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. God bless you. May somebody eat like undress you real soon. <laughs> 